<clears throat> so here we are tonight, gathered together to celebrate and enjoy uh, the music of the holiday and, uh, and to sing songs that we're familiar with and maybe sing some songs that uh, you weren't so familiar with. Um, but it's certainly a time that we rejoice. And ultimately, we're here because, because, because of what we're singing about, you know, God's amazing grace. We're here because God has given us his grace, and he has sent us the Son, his Son, Jesus Christ, and has given us that gift. You see, our giving gifts to our children and our loved ones uh, during this time of year is really, it's just a reflection of what, of, of what God has done for us. We give gifts during Christmas in honor of the gift that God has given us. We give gifts during this time of year because it's a reflection of the gifts that God has, has, has given to us in Christ Jesus. And tonight, before, before you go, I just want to remind you of the gift that God has, has given you. And it really begins with the fact that, that you are here right now. You're here right now and you're alive today because God has given you the gift of life. God is the creator of the entire universe, and he decided to create you. He, he made you individually. You are here by his will. That should give you at least a certain amount of comfort that, that you exist right now because God has decided for you to be right here on the earth at this point. And not only that has he given you life, but he has also sustained you. Everything is held together in God's hand, and he is keeping you alive, which means... That, that your life is a gift from God, and the very next breath that you're going to take is also a gift from God, right? And, and the thing is, is you didn't have to earn that. God just decided to be good to you and, and give it to you, right? God has just decided to have grace and mercy on you and decided for you to have those gifts. And, 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 and like I said, this is just the beginning of the gifts, right, that God has given you in your life. Because really, everything you have is a gift from God. If you have a family, that is a, that is a gift from God. If you have children of your own, that is a gift from God. Your friends are a gift from God. Your spouse is a gift from God. If you were born in, in this country and you get, a, get the privilege of living in this country, that is a gift from God. Your talents, your skills, your abilities, and your, your, your ability to earn a living you know, is, is ultimately still something God, that God has given to you. The roof over your head you know, the cars that you drive, the, you know, again, the spouse that you love are all good gifts from God. And if, and if that were all, if that was all that God did for you, that's still more than you would, could possibly deserve. If that was all that God did and you went off and stepped out of this life into eternity and faced whatever you had to face, ultimately God has been gracious to you. The fact of the matter is that God has been good to all of us, even the people that, that, that don't believe in him. God gives gifts to, to believers and unbelievers alike. God is good, and he knows how to give good gifts. But Christmas reminds us that God has given us an even greater gift. As John chapter 3 says, it's, it's probably the most widely known verse in the, in the entire world. It's John three sixteen. it reads, For God... So loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And you've probably heard that a bazillion times, but I really want to stop and, and, and help you to, to think about this and hear what, what, what's being said here. God so loved the world. And that word world, what that means is it's all-inclusive. That means you. 
Every single one of you. That, that includes me. That includes the people that are sitting next to you. That includes your neighbors. That includes your, your community members. God so loved the world that he gave. And this is, I think, a truth that, that we can overlook really, really simple because this is really important. It's because, because when you love someone, what do you do? You give. When you love someone, you give. Why are you going to give your kids Christmas presents? Because you love them. Right? Why do you give your spouse attention? Because you love them. When you love someone, you are naturally inclined to give them gifts. Whether it's your time, whether it's your affection, whether it's your attention, whether, whether it's gifts. That's what you do when you are in love. And for, and for those that you love the most, you, you give the most. And it's the same with God. God loved the world. He, gave, he loved all of us so much that he gave. And he didn't just give some meaningless little token. He gave something of great value. He gave what was most precious to him. I want you to think about that. He gave what was most precious to him. He gave his only son. And that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And, and we, have, we have heard this before. We have heard this many times before. In fact, if you've ever watched a football game, you've probably looked into the end zone and you saw somebody standing there with a big old sign that says what? John 3.16. John 3.16 is the most popular verse in the world. Right? Tim Tebow put it on his eye black when he played, for, uh, played college football. It became like the number one Google search in the entire world. And if you're somebody who, who knows a little bit about the Bible, it's probably the verse that you've already memorized. In fact, it's probably the very first one that you've memorized. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Now, if you, if, if you memorize that verse, right, and we just leave it right there, right, we might be inclined to say, thank you, God. Thank you for what you have done for me. Thank you for giving me your son, so I can have eternal life. But I don't think that we really are able to understand and embrace the gift that God has given us in his son if we just stand on that verse alone. You see, God gave his son for a reason, for a purpose. See, right now we're celebrating Christmas because it's a celebration that the son of God, Jesus Christ, came to the earth. Right? He was born of a virgin. Jesus, God in the flesh, entered into time and space. He left, he left heaven and he came here to be with us. That's why we sing the songs like, Mary, did you know? That's why they sang Silent Night or an O Night Divine. That's why we sing all these Christmas carols. It's a celebration that Jesus, the, the Son of God, came to the earth in human form. And what you need to understand is that he just didn't come just to you know, hang out, he came for a reason. There was a purpose for his coming. And, and in, in, in Paul, uh, Paul, in his letter to, to Timothy, he really captures this purpose very clearly. He says, this saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. That's why Jesus came. He came to rescue sinners. That's the whole point of Christmas, right? If you want to boil it down, into a nutshell, 
Right? That's what Christmas is about. It's the incarnation that God came here to earth to save sinners. Jesus, the Son of God, left his throne in heaven above, and he came here to earth to be born you know, to some obscure poor little virgin girl and, and to live in some little out-of-the-way place that no one's ever heard of in a part of the world that was oppressed and, subjug and subjugated to Roman rule. And he was born into that world, not not to, to be served, but to serve. He came to save sinners. That's why he came. That's why God gave his son. He gave him that we might be saved through him. Jesus is the gift that God has given. And the benefit of that gift that, that, that Jesus came to save sinners, that's the benefit. He, and, and he offers us eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave, us, his, gave Jesus Christ so that through him, he might save us sinners. And what you need to understand is that that's a crazy kind of love. Right? It's a love that's beyond your imagination. It's a love that, that changes the entire world because I want you to, I want you to look at this with me. Right? Okay? It, it says in, in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, right? Paul says, God shows his love for us. Right? The word in Greek can actually mean demonstrates. He puts on display he let for, for all to see. God shows his love for us. Remember, God so loved the world, right? Well, how much does God love the world? Well, he demonstrates his love for us. He shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The prophet said that he was, he was pleased to crush his own son for us. That is a radical, crazy kind of love. A love that's beyond what you can possibly imagine. You see, see, it, 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 it took the death of Jesus Christ to save you from your sin. That's what it takes to set you free. God the Father sent his son to the earth to be born that Christmas morning so that he could die for you. Jesus was literally born to die. That's how much God loves you. If there's anything that can give you a little bit of hope this Christmas, is that understanding that's how much God loved you. He loved you so much. He loved you so much that he gave the most precious possible gift that he could possibly give. You, have, you and I have, have, have been given good gifts before. We have been given precious gifts before. We have given precious gifts. But you have never been given a gift like this. He, he ransomed his son to save you from your sin. Again, we know what it's like to give good gifts. We know what it's like to sacrifice. Many of you know what it's like to save and save and save and save or work overtime, right? Many of you know what it's like to, to go into debt, to give good gifts. You know what it's like to sacrifice, to give the best possible gift? Well, that's exactly what God did. He gave us the best possible gift. He sacrificed for you. His son gave his life for you. And in so doing, he took upon himself your sin. And in return, he gives to you his righteousness. You talk about the most unfair deal in the history of all the universe. You give him your sin, and he gives you his righteousness. And all of you, all you have to do, and this is the most amazing part. You, you don't have to, you know, perform complicated rituals. You don't have to go out and rescue kittens out of trees, right? You don't have to, like, start your own homeless, you know, food program. You don't have to make sure, you know, 
that, that everybody gets across the street safely. There's what you do for this gift is you just receive it. You receive it. And the way that you receive it, as Jesus says in his own words in, Matthew, in Mark chapter 1, is that you repent and you believe in the gospel. You repent of your sin and you put your hope and your faith in Jesus Christ alone. And if you will do that, if you will turn away from your old life and turn towards God and hold on to him, he has promised to save you and give you the gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus. And that's what Christmas is all about. That's what we're celebrating here as we sing these songs. We're celebrating the gift that God has given us. We're celebrating an amazing love. And that every one of you, I want you to hear me, every single one of you, God has, has ordained for you to be here tonight. And God has ordained for you to be alive today. And God's will for you is to turn and be saved. All you need to do is repent and believe.